hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the Young Black Female CEO Podcast. Um, hoping that you're having a great week so far. There was no podcast episode last week. I apologize for that. Um, but I think I needed a week off just to recenter for this new season that I'm launching, which is amazing because we're talking female founder realities. So the next, this next season, which will have quite a few episodes actually, will just focus on what it means, you know, to be a female founder and what are the realities that you will likely face as a woman who's trying to set up her own business, either with co-founders or on your own. And, um, I mean, I'll be sharing from my story, bringing other female founders to share from their perspective and their stories um, as well. I'm very excited about it, honestly, just because I I absolutely love, um, I love sharing with fellow female founders about what it's actually like um, to be a female founder. So... I am looking forward to this series, uh, end of this episode. Uh, we're starting off with a bag, right? Talking about co-founders. But just leading into that, I I want to just thank all of you, my listeners, right? Um, we're doing pretty well. This podcast is doing pretty well. Uh, and the rankings have been absolutely amazing. I shared it on my platforms um, that just within one month, right, we're ranked 38 for business podcasts in Kenya and in the top 100 for uh, in the business segment for South Africa. So very excited. Um, please do share this with fellow female founders or female CEOs or women that you know that are in business or trying to get into business in the entrepreneurship space. Just because I, I, I plan on being very honest throughout this next series and really just telling it as it is, right? So those of you who know me know that I absolutely have no filter. (laughs) I lack filters um, and I plan on bringing that to the podcast as well. So when it comes to the conversation for today, co-founders, this is an interesting one for me because this is not something that is talked about in the world of entrepreneurship or of business, just what it means to have the right co-founder. And I really wish that it was because I have made good decisions and terrible decisions when it comes to selecting a co-founder or choosing people to work with. And I know we're going to get more into team dynamics and all these different things and people that you add on to your staff team and all these different crazy stories, but just focusing on the co-founder piece, right? So the person that you start your business with, the person that owns equity as you do, the person that really should be your ride or die. And the reality is that sometimes you make the wrong choice. And this wrong choice is more of a cost than most people talk about. Um, I'm a serial founder, right? So I've shared that in my first uh, episode. I am a serial entrepreneur. So I have several ventures that I ran or have built in the past, um, built quite a few companies. 
sometimes with the right people and other times with the wrong people. And what I will say is this, is that choosing a co-founder is, and I say this, <laughs> I say this all the time. I've said this as well on different platforms um, with one of my co-founders, Feru Semer. She's my co-founder at Ariel for Africa. Um, we always say that choosing a co-founder is almost like choosing a spouse. It's basically just as important. Um, and the choice that you make, you're going to have to live with. Okay, unless you plan on leaving that company, you're going to have to live with that choice for a very long time. And that's why it's important to not only make a sober choice, but to make a choice that you know you can live with for as long as that company exists. Right. So I have chosen good spouses <laughs> and sometimes terrible spouses, if we're applying that analogy. Um, my first... Um, I think my first tip is this, find a person who's as passionate about the vision as you are, a person that is willing to go to the ends of the earth and then some for that company as you are. And I would say I have identified or rather I identified this very early on when I met my co-founder for Ariel for Africa, Feruz. Because our first conversation of all time, or rather the conversation that most rings in my mind, I might be wrong, but I remember approaching her in postgrad and um, I knew that she was um, from either Ethiopia or Eritrea just by how she looked, right? Her beshas are pretty easy to spot. And when I approached her and I was speaking to her in Amharic, um, and she, we immediately took to each other. But I remember one of our first conversations was around how entrepreneurship is the future for the African continent, and especially entrepreneurship led by women, right? Businesses led by women. And we talked about how this could not only change livelihoods, the continent, um, but also the future, right? And we got very excited about it, got very excited about the the potential for job creation just by supporting entrepreneurs. And immediately I knew that this is a person who loved the vision as much as I did and loved the purpose or the mandate as much as I did. So when we went on to build Ariel for Africa, the truth is building that company in particular, because I have quite a few ventures, but building Ariel was likely one of the hardest um, experiences of my life today. Um, we, Feruz and I, we've been through the muck with that company. Uh, the muck, the grit, the grind, everything ugly, but also everything beautiful. And we've worked with people, right? We've worked with other co-founders who didn't make it the whole way, right? So a lot of people, um, if they followed the journey from the beginning, they would know that we started off as four people, but it's just me and her that have stayed to the end. And the reason why is that I, one of the things I will always respect most about Feruz, and someone should send her this podcast if she's not listening to it already, is that she loves the company as much as I do. And she would do whatever for the company and for me as her co-founder. And I think that will forever mean the world to me that I have 
a great partner in crime. And I have a partner in crime that will ride every single wave because we've ridden crazy waves together. Um, we've been through the fundraising journey, um, almost chose the wrong investment time, you know, came out of that, been through co-founders coming in and out, been through team members coming in and out, been through bootstrapping the company, been through launching the company in all these different markets and every single business unit. And we basically have done it together, right? Um, I know that I'm CEO, but what people don't realize is that I have an amazing backbone with Ariel for Africa. And she's the wind beneath my wings. Now, I know... That's another thing. I know that whatever comes, right? If, for example, God forbid anything were to happen to me and I was no longer here, or if, because that day will come for all of us. Um, if, it just, if, if it just so happens that she's the one left behind, I know this company would live and it would thrive with or without me because I know that she carries that vision as heavily as I do. Um, and so she is a co-founder that I am so blessed to have had um, and one that I do not regret. But in that same breath, I have another uh, experience, right? So I have a new co-founder. I will not say her name. <laughs> I'll not say her name yet because we haven't announced to the company, but maybe I'll bring her on a future podcast episode. Um, but this woman is a woman that I absolutely respect with all of my heart and might. I respect her. Um, and we've been talking about the fintech space for years, but we've never done anything about it. So now we're finally doing something about it. And I honestly feel like I am building likely, likely, a company that will change the game for women in the African continent completely. And the reason why I love this co-founder is because, same reason as Feruz, right? She is as attached to the mandate as I am, right? When we, if, if you look at our WhatsApp chats, right? It's all these different statistics or articles or things being shared, um, around what we're trying to do for women in the African continent. Um, and, and, and more than anything is that we have so much respect for each other. And I know she listens to my podcast, so I'm just going to say this. She is likely the most intentional person that I know. Intentional in everything that she does in life. And I... It's one of the things that I love most about her, that whether it's with her friendships or with her family or with her people or with her studies or with her career, she's just intentional. And having a co-founder that's intentional and a co-founder that, that's honest, right? That says exactly what's on their mind, that speaks from their heart that is genuine I don't think anyone can pay for that I don't think that 
I, I don't think any amount of money can be put on that. I don't like that's worth billions of dollars in my in my book. And hopefully I'll be bringing her on and you all can can meet her very soon. Um so that's my second blessing of a co-founder. Absolutely love her. I'm so excited. Um for everything that we're building together. I'm not going to jump the gun and talk about that company now. Um, but I just know that it, once it becomes a reality, it will likely be one of the greatest things I've done on this earth. And I've done some good things, but I think that one would be one of the greatest things I'll have done on this earth. Um, on to other co-founder experiences. I, have another secret that's brewing that will likely come out later next year. And the main reason me and this partner came onto the same board, so to speak, is because we are bothered by what's happening in the African continent. I am a person who is bothered. And when I see a problem, I immediately build solutions. And I love it because this person, she does the exact same thing. And when we met, immediately we knew we were purpose helpers to each other. We immediately knew that there's something greater that's coming. Sorry about my dog, guys. He's barking. Uh, I'm not sure if you can hear him. I don't know why he picks when I'm recording the podcast to start barking. I'm gonna <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we essentially met and absolutely clicked right who were sisters immediately and i'm so excited because likely if if you follow me keenly you will figure out who this person is um i'm still not also gonna jump the gun on that one i need her permission before i talk about what we're trying to do maybe also invite her for a podcast episode but again like what i said the reason why i respect her so much and appreciate her so much is because we have the same not just mandate, but heart and values. So that's another thing. I mean, I am a Christian, right? I am a believer. It's not a secret. It's who I am. And anyone who, likely the people that I will click with the most are the people who share those beliefs and values, right? The people who look to God, even as they make major decisions, right? So. And that's a major reason that I've clicked with quite a few of my co-founders that we go to God, right? Before we go to people about issues. Um, And I'm so grateful because this third co-founder that I'm talking about, she is such a strong believer. She is so full of faith, so full of hope, and so full of this purpose to transform the African continent. And the way that we're doing it, I don't think anyone will see this company. Like if 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 I could ask everyone listening to guess what, what we would be building, they would never be able to guess. So I'm very honored um, just to spend time with her and work with her and be on the same platforms as her. And then... In terms of bad experiences, I have had a co-founder I likely shouldn't have had. And the warning signs were there, right? The the sixth sense, or rather just intuition. I don't know what, what, what was happening, but my 
part, like I, I started seeing red flags and I ignored them. And the reason why I was ignoring them is because for me, I said, okay, I mean, I've built this company for X number of years. How do I, like, how do I leave? How does that work? And in the end, I ended up choosing my peace over being in a toxic environment. And that's what people don't talk about, that you can have a co-founder. And because as co-founders, guess what? You're going to be in each other's space a lot. And if someone is hurt, if someone is broken, if someone is negative, if someone is toxic, that's the environment you're walking into. There's that quote, hurt people, hurt people. Uh, healed people, heal people. And I realized it and I said, you know what? There's no amount of money, no amount of future wealth, no amount of time that I've put into this that is worth my joy and my peace. And for that reason, I bounced. And I think, ladies, this is a lesson to carry into life in general. No person, no relationship, no situationship, no friendship, no nothing is worth your peace and your joy. If you need to leave, friend, let this be your thing. Leave now. Leave now. No amount of money is worth it. No space is worth it. No job is worth it. No security is worth it. Just go. And you know, one of the things that happened to me is that as soon as I left that company, I literally immediately was at peace. I started to focus on the African continent. I started to focus on my current companies. I started to focus. I mean, I wrote a book (laughs) for crying out loud. I started a podcast. So now that I look at it, if I was still in that situation, I wouldn't have done these things. And the reason why I say this and the reason why I'm so open about this, I will not mention the person. I don't think they're worth my airspace, but I will say that part of why I likely now see why that co-founder relationship didn't work is because we wanted different things in life. Um, different things were important to us in life, different values, different perspectives, different goals. Um, And that's okay. The thing about a co-founder relationship is that much like like a normal relationship, you cannot force it. If you're forcing it, you shouldn't be in it. And so I have become very sober to know when I need to leave spaces and when I should stay in spaces, when spaces are serving me and when spaces are not for me, when I'm wanted in a scenario and when I'm not wanted. And I no longer force things. I I have mastered the art of letting go when it is no longer healthy. And I mean, I'm just going to share this here. Um, one of my goals for the rest of the year, because we still have three months, is I honestly want to be in the best shape of my life in terms of my mental growth, my emotional, my physical, my career, my friendships, my relationships. I just, I want to be in the best shape of my life. And sometimes that means cleaning house. And sometimes that means sitting down and realizing that this is not the right co-founder for me. 
So I ended up leaving that company, no regrets. To date, I honestly, my only desire is that, or rather wish is that I should have done it earlier. But I think everything happens for a reason, um, times and seasons for different reasons. And I think it le- like I learned so much and I have so much more insight going into other um, other companies other because i am a serial entrepreneur so likely i'll keep building but going into other co-founder relationships i have a different way of assessing who to build a company with and who not to so that's another thing i have another co-founder that i was part of a company that we were building and she there are some co-founders who really should not be founders. They should just stay in the employment world. I'm sorry to say. That might be harsh. <laughs> but they're not built for entrepreneurship. And I think that's another thing. We need to accept, right, that some not everybody should be a founder. And the world has lied to us by telling us that everyone should, be, should build a business. It's, it's not a must right and nor should it be so i had a co-founder who i built a company with and this person this person bailed and they bailed because either i we asked too much right so requested for too much to be done or they would much rather just go back to a job that offered traditional security or, I mean, they always had an excuse, to be honest. I think some people are just flaky. Same thing with relationships. Some people are just flaky. And as soon as a person, here's the thing. If a person shows you who they are, please believe them. Don't ask for take two. Honey, take them at their word. Okay, and then come and thank Auntie Edith later. <laughs> Just take them at their word and come and thank Auntie Edith later. This person was flaky. Anyway, and then came and asked for equity. I mean, I, I basically, to date, I still laugh at the thought, but they still call themselves a co founder in the company. Not going to take it away from them because they did help build the company, okay? I have no right to take that away from them. What I will debate is that, is the title co-founder. Because if you use that in the present tense, you need to be putting something into that company. Don't use that word if you're not building the company. It's disrespectful. Y'all, I'm burning bridges. a match i came with a match today oh lord i'm not even gonna publish this episode anyway i'm gonna do it y'all i'm gonna do it because this is a necessary conversation um and not one that people have right so a lot of people they ignore things or and here's the other thing just because someone is your friend doesn't mean they should be your co-founder let me say it again just because someone is your friend doesn't mean they should be your co-founder a lot of my greatest and best friends of life are my co-founders but that's because we built the friendship as we're building the business and even if we went into the business as friends that was not the core reason for us getting into business together the core reason was we had a purpose, a joint purpose or mandate that we want to accomplish and we work well together. 
Now, I have other amazing people in my life. I have, honestly, I'm so blessed. I have such a tiny circle, but it's so solid. And in my tiny circle of my greatest friends of all time, quite, I would say 80% of them, we have never gone into business together. And I want to keep it that way. <laughs> because I don't think... Um, it's wise per se to get into business uh, or to build a company with a person simply because they're your friend. I think that, if anything, is the worst reason to do anything uh, or because they're your family. Worst reason to do anything because likely what will happen is that you will end up having to choose between the friendship and the business. Let me say that again. You will likely end up having to choose between the friendship and the business. So, honey, make your choice now, okay? Make your choice now. Um, I am very, even like when I spend time with entrepreneurs, because I, I am um, a certified business coach, I spend time with entrepreneurs quite a bit. Absolutely love it. And also just because of the work that Ariel does, spend a lot of time with entrepreneurs. and. Part of what I've realized is that most people go into business with people that they know, right? So you have an idea and then you pull your friend on um, just because they're your friend. Not per se because they actually have value to add into that business, but just because they're your friend. Worst mistake, honey. Worst mistake. Let me tell you, something will not survive. Either them being in the business or them being your friend or if you're really unlucky like i have been both both um so i've aired quite a bit of dirty laundry <laughs> quite a bit of dirty laundry but here's what i'm gonna say it needed to be said because if anything i want this podcast to be a space where you learn from my mistakes you learn from situations I put myself into um, so that you don't put yourself into those situations. Um, and that's the difference about being a female founder or CEO um, versus in business, right? Or as an entrepreneur versus being a female CEO in corporate, right? Or in, or a woman in political leadership is that with business, the reality is, honey, you you need to be very, very careful, okay? When it comes to these co-founder relationships, you need to be very careful, very, very careful, please. And I say that again, you need to be very careful. It's not like having an acquaintance, right, where every Tom, Dick, and Harry is your friend. No, here you need to be very, very careful. And that's why I said it's almost like... It's almost like marrying a person where you you shouldn't do it with everybody, if that makes sense. Um, you need to be very sober about who you get into that relationship with or that setting with. And like any other relationship, you need to know, you need to put work into it, right? So you need to build it. And then you also need to be sober enough to know when it's not working. And sometimes you can fix it and sometimes you can't. And knowing the difference is wisdom. So 
with my co-founders, I'm very intentional to support them in life, to support them in their growth, to support them in anything that's going on with them. And also very intentional to pull my weight in a company, right? And be honest when I'm having a hard time doing that. Because at the end of the day, it's like a marriage, right? So if someone is unable to do something, the other person covers for that person. So I've been fortunate. I would say my co-founder relationships, 80% of them have been bombed. It's just the 20%. And if anything, those were learning experiences. And I'm so thankful to those people. I hold no grudges um, because I believe everything happens for a reason. I, it, sometimes it's wisdom to distance yourself from a situation or a company or a person or a relationship, but don't do it from a place of hate. Just do it from a place of you're trying to do what's best for you and what's healthiest for you. Um, the why is more important than what you do. I would say the why is always more important than what you do. Um, <clears throat> So that's all for today, y'all. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about this episode, but you know what? We're going to publish it. We're going to go live. <laughs> that's the only reason you're hearing it. Um, but this is a tough conversation, right? And I think you need to have it with yourself and assess your current business relationships. Um, because with partners, you can tolerate anyone. With co-founders, honey, mm-mm. No, no, no. Anyway, we'll be talking about teams and hiring and all those things um, in future episodes. But today was about the the big one, the big one, the co-founder one. Um, I appreciate all of you. I celebrate all of you. Please do make sure that you're following me on LinkedIn or that you add me on LinkedIn. Always open to connecting and having conversations on there. Edith Wangari Jage. And on the gram, I mean, at Edith Wangari, I mean, that's, that's just where it's popping. That's just where it's happening. Um, <laughs> until next time, folks, I hope you enjoyed this. Please do add me on socials and give me your feedback, um, as well as your stories. I mean, I want to hear about your co-founder relationships. I want to hear all the crazy, the beautiful, and everything in between. Until next time, loves, this has been the Young Black CEO Podcast. Bye.